This is Jannah, day 12 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah, that's begins. Jannah tu'ad min tajri min tahtiya al-anharu khalilina fiha, wulalika jazaahu man tazakka. Gardens of lasting bliss graced with flowing streams, and there they will stay, such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. Bismillah, Rabbi Shafi, Sadri, Yassili, Ummi. So the whole objective of learning about all this is to attain tazkiyah, self-development or purification. And tazkiyah has two meanings, and that it means facilitating growth and purifying. So the messengers of Allah, for example, help purify people's hearts from evil, but they also help people develop their moral direction and compass. So our success is conditional upon our own purification. The call to prayer is a way to success, and we are giving given this opportunity five times a day. So we can look at prayer as well as a way for self-purification. But what are the basic requisites that we need to have to attain self-purification? Number one, intention and commitment. So we know the well-known hadith, Actions are according to intentions. And we, so we have to constantly purify our intentions because if our intentions aren't sincere regarding attaining self-development, then Allah may not continue to give us the ability to achieve it. And we have the example from Surah Abasa of when the blind man came to the Prophet seeking guidance, but the Prophet had turned him away and helped another man. And so Allah revealed these verses and reminded the Prophet that anyone can seek guidance, guidance if they have the right intentions. And the surah also remind us, reminds us that if we have the right intentions, Allah will facilitate for us, Allah will help us, Allah will be there to guide us and to help us. There's also a proverb which states, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. And it's basically saying that just wishing upon a shooting star or whatever won't actually lead you to the life you're wishing for. You need to actually have the intention, but also do the acts that lead you towards the goal. Number two is understanding the requisites. We know how important it is to acquire knowledge and to continue to pursue knowledge in our lifetime because the Qur'an and Ahadith mention it. And I mean, the first word revealed to the Prophet was Iqra, read or recite. And so we should be reading, we should be reciting, we should be learning. But reading alone isn't sufficient. We need to reflect and act upon what we read. And subhanAllah, we have this Hadith about the companions where Abu Abdul Rahman reported the companions would learn to recite 10 verses from the Messenger of Allah They would not take another 10 verses until they understood the knowledge and deeds they contained. They would say, we learned sacred knowledge and action together. And so subhanAllah, this reminds us that, especially during Ramadan, we might be in a race, and this is a reminder for myself first and foremost, to like finish the Qur'an, to ikhtim it. But actually, if we just take those a few minutes of a day to just read and reflect on what we're reading, that's more important than just speeding through the Qur'an without even absorbing anything that we read. And there's even research on knowledge with some psychologists saying we only remember 10% of what we read, 20% of what we see, 50% of what we see and hear, 80% of what we say, and 90% of what we say and do. So this is just placing emphasis and importance on putting things into a practical perspective. Without knowledge, we wouldn't be able to understand the prerequisites of self-knowledge nor understand how to overcome our weaknesses or lapses. Number three is constant striving. So we've made the intention, we understand the prerequisites. Now we have to devote ourselves completely and constantly to the goal. And we have this verse, 
ومن أراد الآخرة وسعى لها سعيها وهو مؤمن فأولئك كان سعيهم مشكورا But whoever desires the hereafter and strives for it accordingly and is a true believer, it is they whose striving will be appreciated. Surah Al-Isra, verse 19. So again, this verse is just emphasizing the need to strive, to continue to strive. Number four is the realization of the idea. So our ideal is achieving Allah's pleasure and gaining the hereafter. It's going to be hard. Yep, definitely. Many obstacles are going to get in our way, but we should never lose sight of the ultimate goal, which is heaven. Number five is high standards. So we should be doing things, especially tasks that are leading us to our goal with ihsan, to the best of our ability, with good conduct. And ihsan um, in a hadith was described as to worship God as though you see him. And if you cannot see him, then indeed he sees you. Number six is daily routine. So we need to ensure that self-verification is what we focus on in our life. So it's one of our like main goals. And it's an important aspect of being Muslim, and it's like our whole objective or why we do certain things, and it's because Allah has prescribed these things so that we can purify ourselves. Number seven is invoking and establishing ties with Allah. So another objective of Tazkiyah self-purification is to develop and strengthen our relationship with Allah because the stronger the relationship is, the more likely we are to continue doing good. It goes without saying that with Allah's help and support, we can achieve a whole lot more. We can achieve anything. And it's also important to remember that we will be tested. And we have these two verses from Surah Al-Ankabut. Do people think once they say we believe that they will be left without being put to the test? We certainly tested those before them, and in this way, Allah will clearly distinguish between those who are truthful, truthful and those who are liars. So these tests also help us by reminding us to always turn to Allah, to ask for his help, his guidance. And subhanAllah, like we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, not just five times a day, but 17 times for each prayer, asking God to guide us. And so lastly, number eight is stock taking and soul searching. So the last basic requisite is this. So yes, we can make an effort to strive for self-development, but ourself can distract us. Shaitan can distract us. Worldly desires, family, society, and a whole lot of other things can distract us. And so by doing this regular like stock-taking and soul-searching, we are able to like reflect on our actions, review our motives, review our intentions, we can ask for forgiveness if we've done anything wrong or for our mistakes. And then we can keep trying, keep trying. By stock taking, we can mentally prepare ourselves for the hereafter by taking accountability of our deeds and actions in the now, like right now. So those were the eight prerequisites. So today's moment to reflect is after hearing about the basic prerequisites, maybe review them, um, reflect on which ones you want to work on, which ones do you need do you think you need to improve on? So do you want to focus more on your intentions, your stock-taking techniques, your striving? So think about those. And tomorrow, inshallah, we're going to discuss some of the practical steps to take for self-development. And now for dua. Allahumma inni as'alika al-huda wal-tuqa wal-afaq wal-ghina. Oh Allah, I ask you to bestow me with guidance, God consciousness, purity, and independence. Ameen. As always, anything incorrect is from my own and all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. 
سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته